guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So we've got a great feast for this week, and all we're covering really is one chapter, and that is Moses chapter 7. But man, it's a good one. You can really see why Satan wanted this one not to be included in the Old Testament account, because it is a great victory for God and a total loss for him. So as you're studying this, I want to backtrack to Moses chapter 6. Okay, This is where we're introduced kind of to Enoch, this wonderful man here. Um, so Enoch, and, and this is just a little bit of a review of last week. So Enoch is working with a group of people. It says their hearts have waxed hard, their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes cannot see afar off. Okay, they're devising murder. Lord's prepared a hell for them. So this is a rough group of people, right? So I still, I come back to a question that I posed last week. How does the Lord take, through, through Enoch here, how does he take a group of people who's got a hell prepared for them to be able to all of a sudden get them to the, where they are brought up uh, translated because of their righteousness. So in Moses chapter 6, I want to take you back to verse 35 for a moment. Crazy little object lesson that the Lord has done a couple of times in Scripture. And the Lord spake unto Enoch and said unto him, Anoint thine eyes with clay, wash them, and thou shalt see. And he did so. And then verse 36, And he beheld the spirits that God had created, and he beheld also the things which were not visible to the natural eye. And from thenceforth came the saying abroad in the land, A seer hath the Lord raised up unto his people. So Enoch had to wash all the junk out of his eyes. Clay has a lot of abilities to be able to pull out impurities and to make things clear. So as you do that, you're able to see things more clearly. Now, the Lord wanted to build up a group of people that was called Zion, all right? In order to do that, Enoch needed to see them the way the Lord saw them. So as I was thinking about this idea of doing that, there's a cool little message that was brought up. Sister Michelle Craig in conference a couple years ago brought up a great conference talk, and she talked about having eyes to see. And there's a great message here that I really believe sets off a great tone to get us set up for building Zion. So watch this message. Jesus Christ sees people deeply. He sees individuals. Their needs. Weep not. And who they can become. Young man, I say unto thee, arise.
even in our busy lives. We can follow the example of Jesus and see individuals, their needs, their faith, their struggle, and who they can become. You too can pray for the Lord to open your eyes to see things you would not normally see. The more you understand your true identity and purpose soul deep, the more it will influence everything in your life. As I pray for the Lord to open my eyes to see things I might not normally see, <coughs> I often ask myself two questions and pay attention to the impressions that come. What am I doing that I should stop doing? And what am I not doing that I should start doing? Some time ago during the sacrament, I asked myself these questions and was surprised by the impression that came. Stop looking at your phone when you are waiting in lines. Looking at my phone in lines had become almost automatic. I found it a good time to multitask, catch up on email, look at headlines, or scroll through a social media feed. I should probably be out of here in about five minutes and then I can go get her. The next morning, I found myself waiting in a line at the store I pulled out my phone and then remembered the impression I had received. I put my phone away and looked around. I see you have a cat. <laughs> I do. With the storm coming, I don't want to be caught without cat food. Oh, I don't blame you. Those pets are really important. They are, for a fact. You just have the one cat? Uh, I had two, and one of them went out the door and, you know, you get in the road and oh anyway so sorry yes they become part of the family i have dogs so i know what you mean oh yeah so uh i haven't told anybody this but uh, today is my birthday today it's your yeah. birthday yep oh my goodness well happy birthday thank to you. you thank you oh i'm so glad i ran into you i hope you have a great day thank you you too nice <laughs> talking to you you too <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> With all of my heart, I do not want to be like those in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Those who see a need, but then pass by. But too often, I think I am. I witness that Jesus Christ loves us and can give us eyes to see. Even when it's hard, 
even when we're tired, even when we're lonely, and even when the outcomes are not as we hoped. Through His grace, He will bless us and increase our capacity. Through the power of the Holy Ghost, Christ will enable us to see ourselves and see others as He does. With His help, we can discern what is most needful. We can begin to see the hand of the Lord working in and through the ordinary details of our lives. We will see deeply. See, when I watch that message, it gives me a little bit of a, a glimmer on what Enoch saw. Once, once you kind of get the distractions out of the way, and we are a world filled with distractions. I've heard many times, I brought this up before, Satan is really good at building weapons of mass distraction. And the way he does that is he gets us oftentimes just to not see others the way God wants us to see them. Uh, it, we got a crazy world. I totally get that. And there's a lot of craziness going on out there. But what if we could start seeing people the way God wants us to see them? I think that's the beginnings of building Zion among us right there. Rather than just trying to see people just with uh, him and uh, divisions and they're that way and I'm this. Nah, forget about all of that and start viewing them the way God wants you to view them. And that's how you start getting, the way it says in Moses 7, 18, a people who are of one heart and of one mind, dwelling in righteousness, there is no poor among them. And not just financially, but we're talking emotionally, spiritually. You're building people up constantly. Just like the video, you see this guy, you're able to put your phone away, you're able to focus on what is going on around you, and you start seeing that's what I think is a great way to start off this week of Come Follow Me in Moses chapter 7 is just clearing the junk out of our eyes so that we can start seeing God's children the way he wants us to see them. And that becomes an amazing experience for us. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.